Hey, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and together with Bruce, we published a lot of books. We're going to be talking about that a little bit today. But before we get started, let me just say that this podcast is unsponsored and unsupported, and it could always use your sponsorship. And the way you can do that is that if you are a regular listener to this podcast, you can subscribe to it. Hit that subscribe button wherever in you're listening to this, whatever, player, Apple, Spotify, whatever subscribe to the podcast that's terrific that really helps us and also write a review or give it a rating either one uh can i ask for five stars please um (laughs) give us a rating and uh we would most appreciate that that very much helps us out and it very much keeps us away from sponsors because then we appear better in the algorithms and the podcast gets a little notice so we would appreciate your doing that thank you for helping us out on this episode of the podcast today we're going to have our one minute cooking tip as we We always do. And then we want to tell you about our brand new book, which is published this week. And we're going to tell you what's making us happy in food this week. So let's get started. When you're making pasta, you got the pot of water boiling. The pasta is just about done. Before you drain it, here's a tip. Use a measuring cup to scoop out one or two cups of that pasta water. Because when you add sauce to your pasta or you dump that pasta into a skillet with the sauce makings, sometimes you need a little extra liquid. You're going you're gonna to water down anti-grandma's, anti-grandma's, I like that, <laughs> anti-grandma's sugo. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you add a little bit of water to thin it out. Okay. And also for the pasta to keep cooking in that because you should be taking your pasta out when it's still a little al dente. And then you want to let it cook a bit in the sauce so the sauce might get too thick. So you have a little pasta water yeah, to thin things out. I have to say, and I don't mean to be like some of these TikTok Italian snobs, but I have to say that um, I've had to recently, as you probably know, go back and forth and see my mom in St. Louis. My family doesn't eat the way I eat. I've been forced to eat at Olive Garden. And I just want to say, <laughs> man, that is gummy pasta. <laughs> that is super, super gummy pasta. It's so sticky and gummy. I, it's not. It's not my favorite. Um, I mean, I do it because listen, it, it, there's medical stuff that's going on, and it just all has to happen fast. But um, <laughs> it's better to have pasta with a little chew to it. Just a little. It is. So you take bite. your pasta out a little early. You save a little water. Now you may not need that water, but it's good to have it. There's starch in that water, so it helps thicken the sauce I up. I want to see you pour that water into Auntie Grandma's <laughs> sugo. I really do. Okay. I want to see you do that. Okay, so that's our one-minute cooking tip, but Brucey is right. You use that water for carbonara. Yeah. You use that water for all kinds Cacio of reasons. Cacio pepe. Yeah, for pepe. You can use it to actually help build and bulk up a sauce because mm-hmm. pastas do eat water. And let me also say that you can save that water back for when you reheat leftovers because it can help rehydrate the pasta, and it's already got some of the pasta water flavor Yeah, it's in got it. some starch in it, a little pasta. Yeah, yeah sure. So you I can never do thought that of that. Too. That's a great idea. Um, and, you know, if you need to refresh your pasta before you heat it back up for leftovers in, God forbid, the microwave. Oh, oh pasta and microwave. Pasta and microwave are not two mm, things that you really go together. back to the Olive Garden, I think. <laughs> I think we may be back to the Olive Garden with pasta and a microwave. Okay, anyway, up next in our podcast, we want to tell you about our brand new book, which is published this week, The Look and Cook Air Fryer Bible. 
I am so proud of this book. It's got 704 photographs. Yeah. Every step it's of crazy. every recipe is photographed, so you'll know what you're doing and what it should look it's like been as you go. Already appearing in some uh, food bloggers and foodie types in their Instagram mm -hmm. reels and stories. And they're all commenting about the number of photos. <laughs> they're all flipping through it in reels or in, on Instagram in their posts, and they're just showing the sheer number of photos. And it is really crazy. I have to, I have to, I have to tell you this, and um, you may have heard me say this before, but I opened the box, we opened the box, and we were both dumbfounded. And I'm going to tell you that we've published a lot of books, and I'm not always dumbfounded when I look at a book. But I was dumbfounded. I thought, who who did all this work? Who is it that actually created all these photographs? We and it, did. We did with the photographer Eric Metzger and Eric has been our photographer for I don't even know 13 14 books and Eric is just a dream to work with and he has a great eye and we can fly through production shots like you cannot believe and we just really got into a seamless groove with him it took us 12 days of shooting to make this book Eric's but, been a guest on wow. this podcast talking about food yes. photography you can actually go back to the archives and search for Eric Metzger and listen to the episode where I interviewed yeah. him he, he is a big time food photographer yep. he's you know been involved with Blake Lively he's involved with all kinds of big brands like Absolute and he's involved with a lot of restaurants and Tony bars like Death yep. & Co and uh, he's now quite the food personality photographer or yeah, the food photographer is. with a big personality but um, he really <laughs> made too. this book beautiful so let me tell you about this book this book really does have basic recipes so there are recipes for grilled cheese air fried pimento cheese sandwiches there are recipes for uh fish in chips so you grind up potato chips and to a powder not a powder in a crumb crust and then Make you it into crumbs yeah. right and then you roll the fish or the chicken in these potato chips and so you create a potato chip coating oh, i mean do this because so you are air frying so it you're not deep frying it the chicken nuggets and i know this is insane but the chicken nuggets recipe is is killer to me bruce shot a video of the chicken nuggets for this book a while back and we literally ate that batch of chicken nuggets for dinner. I mean, that's well, how good they a, were. With a Caesar salad. Well, okay, but that's how good that we <laughs> And the sat video there. of that Caesar salad is up on the TikTok channel with the chicken nuggets. Okay, we sat there <laughs> dipping those chicken nuggets. I think I was dipping mine in cherry chutney, but whatever. I was probably using duck sauce. Yeah, whatever. We were dipping them in stuff. I might have even used sriracha. They were mm. delicious. Unbelievable. And it's when you make your own chicken nuggets, it's not anything like the fast food stuff. No. It's like you're using good, fresh, ground chicken and you're choosing the spices. It's not overly salted. You, we even used whole wheat breadcrumbs the night I made it for us because yeah. I wanted a little healthier. Yeah. And the book is full of things that are both simple and delicious and approachable. And there's nothing crazy. Well, there are a couple crazy. Let me just say, I want to say that most of the recipes are super simple. Like they're strip steaks with herb butter and that kind of thing with lots of pictures to show you how to get it done right. But there are also a few crazy ones. And I just want to highlight a couple of crazy ones. One of the crazy ones that is my favorite favorite is air fried deviled eggs because they were so delicious. This was actually my idea. And so what happens is you hard cook eggs in right? the air fryer. In, okay, in the you air fryer. You don't even have to boil them. You cook them in the air fryer. And then you, uh, you know, peel them and have them. And then you take the yolks and put them aside because that's going to be your filling. And then you take the whites and you dip them and bread them in breadcrumbs. Egg and breadcrumbs. You do the standard dipping. Yep. yep. And then you put it back, those in the air fryer and you make them crunchy. So the egg white shell, shells, cups, whatever they are, they get crunchy. And then you just make a fairly standard 
deviled egg filling with the yolks and fill it into those crunchy eggs. Those are that's crazy. It that's, is kind of crazy. That's not normal. And that well, that inspired that got inspired from mozzarella sticks. We were looking at mozzarella sticks yeah. and they're white on the inside and crunchy on the outside. Yeah. And Mark's like, oh, it's kind of like bacon and egg whites. And he was like. Wait a second. What if you did this with egg whites and then yep. stuffed it with deviled egg filling? Yeah, I was like, let's do that. Another one is the same technique, except you have in pit an avocado. Mm. And then after you've done that, you, know, you take the avocado, it's, it's shell, it's peel, you pit it. And then, again, you egg and breadcrumb it and then air fry it. And you get this really crunchy avocado shell. I think we fill it with salsa. Salsa. You, oh, you want to fill that with salsa. You could fill it with queso, too. That yeah, would be a good thing. You could even fill it with chicken salad. I think what's surprised me in this book was, I mean, I wanted to push myself with desserts, but I wanted to keep things, again, somewhat simple to do, but there's a way that you can make lemon meringue pies True. in the air fryer. True that. And actually do them. It's And it's crazy. really easy. It's I'm going to so... tell you that it's not, you buy the little graham cracker pie shells, the yep. individual small ones, and then from there the recipe is super simple, and you make these little individual lemon meringue pies. Yep. They're really beautiful. It's true you can only, if you have a big air fryer, you can only make four at a time, but they're so fast that you could line these things up oh. and get through 16 of them in no time. If oh, yeah, they take about two minutes to brown the yeah, meringue, yeah. so they go really, really yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's recipes like that. There are recipes for some baked goods, some breakfast fare. Mostly, it's really heavy on the protein. And then one of the, my favorite things about the book, sorry just to talk about it for forever, but in the middle of the book, two-thirds of the way through, there are, I think it's eight pages. It's a huge chart of how to air fry every single vegetable. And this is not to bread it and coat it. Mm -hmm. This is just to take the Brussels sprouts, the asparagus, the green beans, the corn, whatever it is. And, you know, basically, do you, what fat do you need? How long? At what temperature? It's just this huge chart about every vegetable you can imagine. We did this because we didn't want to have, a, you know, a bunch of vegetable recipes that are super repetitive. Well, here's the broccoli florets, here's the cauliflower florets, blah, blah, blah. We wanted to have something easier and that was referential or reference like a reference. Well, I guess it's not referential, but it's like a reference work. Wow, they're my grammar wit to handle. <laughs> um, okay, that's like a reference work. And we wanted to do this in the middle of the book, and I love that chart because I just think it's so user-friendly and so handy. I I own that book. I would probably rip that chart out of it and staple <laughs> it together and put it on my refrigerator, but that would be me. So I desecrate books, but I publish them so I don't find them super sacred. So I would probably <laughs> tear it out and put it on my refrigerator. So to complete this whole talk about our book, let me just say that we have three copies of this book that we would like to give away. And mm -hmm. if you want to get a free copy of the Look and Cook Air Fryer Bible, here's what you need to do. You either need to go to our website and send us a note and just say, hey, I subscribe to your podcast. And it's the honor system. Listen, we don't know if you subscribe or not, but just send us a note that says, hey, we hope you subscribe. I subscribe to your podcast. And uh, if you send us that note through our website, I'm going to be real upfront and tell you that the website will capture your email for the email list. So that will happen, but you can unsubscribe from that at any moment. So either do that or go to our Facebook group, Cooking with Bruce and Mark, and just drop us a note and say, hey, I subscribe to your podcast or I love your podcast. We will instantly enter you. Two rules to getting one of the copies. Yep. It has to be in the lower 48. We really yep. can't afford international shipping. So the lower 48 of the United States is out. Sorry, no Alaska, no Hawaii. Sorry about that. But you can buy our book in the 
UK, and you can buy it you in can. Canada. We just aren't going to ship it there. Sorry. Just being cheap. That's the first rule. <laughs> and the second rule is we will write you back and ask you how you would like the book signed. So expect yep. some kind of correspondence back from us. And you have to let us know you were a subscriber to our podcast by December 1st of this year, 2023. And then we will put all those names in a random generator picker program. We will get the top three picks and we will contact you and send you books in time for Christmas. Huzzah. And you can have a copy of this with your brand new Christmas air fryer. All right. That's enough about our own book. Let's tell you what's making us happy in Voot this week. What's making me happy in food this week are those 10-minute chili garlic noodles we made in a previous episode because <laughs> I'm addicted to them, and I'm making them for lunch every single day. Uh, you are, uh, so go back and listen to that you episode. You are making them a little much. Uh, <laughs> every day. Y- you can kind of hold back on that for a bit <laughs> on my count, but okay. So I want to tell you about what's making me happy in food this week, and it's a new find. So I love mango chutney, and I let me explain this for a minute. I actually don't love Major Gray's chutney. Too which is intense a, for you. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit too like Branston pickle for me. It's too much. But I like fresh mango chutney, and I like it to be really hot. And so let's say you get a fresh fruit chutney. Let's say uh, cherry chutney. I use mango. Cherry chutney will work. Blueberry chutney will work. A fresh fruit uh, chutney of some sort, right? Okay, put that on a piece of toast. Don't now stick with me here. Put that on a piece of toast and top it with egg salad. Just <laughs> stick with me here. And I want to tell you put chutney it, and egg salad. Why not? It is so delicious. I eat it on whole grain toast. It is so delicious. Major craze is too far. It doesn't work. So it needs to be a fresher, brighter fruit chutney. It is so delicious. And yes, my egg salad is made with a little mustard and it's made with pickle relish. So, yes, it's a little different than most people make it. But what can I tell you? It's how it gets made. And I find that absolutely an irresistible combination on a slice of whole wheat bread. So there you go. That's making me happy in food this week. That's the podcast. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to us talk about our brand new book, Look and Cook, Air for Our Bible. Sorry, it's just like a kid. You have to endure our talking about it because we're very proud of it. And I think we're prouder of this book than we have been of some others. Not that we haven't done a great job. It's just that this is just so overwhelming when you open it. It, it just is. feels All giant. Those pictures. Yeah, it's a crazy, crazy amount of work and we're very proud of the results and we hope you will subscribe to this podcast you will let us know and you will be in the running for a free copy of the book and every week we tell you what's making us happy in food this week tell us what's making you happy in food this week on our facebook group cooking with bruce and mark and come back for another episode of cooking with bruce and mark